What's up, Hyperfast Nation? On this episode of the show, I sat down with an amazing real estate agent. Get this, in her second year in the business as a solo agent with no help, did 119 deals. Uh, now she's built and grown a team that, that gives her her time back and still grows her real estate business, did over 300 deals in 2021. Welcome to the show, Lana Rodriguez. Welcome to the show, Lana. How are you doing today? Dan, it's so great to be here. I'm back in Colorado from my two weeks in Florida, and it's home away from home. So I'm happy to be on this podcast. Yeah, you, you and Brian have been down there a lot. Seems like you uh, probably will be getting placed down there soon, I'm sure. Uh, he's been talking about it, but honestly, you know, it's, uh, it's actually been our second vacation in seven years since we started real estate. We um, went to Florida the first time last year. And baby was still small, so it's been a bit challenging. And this time, the baby's older, so Florida has a special uh, place in my heart. I'm sure it has a, has a special place in your heart, too, because you get moved there. Well, let's talk. You know, you mentioned uh, the baby, your second second one. You've got a um, daughter as, as well as a, as a newish son, I guess. He's almost three now, or? Yeah, yeah, he turned three, and daughter just turned six. Okay, how how has it been growing the real estate business along with growing your family? I mean, the 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 timelines almost coincided, right? Like, give people a background: how long you've been in real estate, what what your teams, uh, you know, did last year, and 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 where it's going. Yeah, well, Dan, uh, it's a great question that hits the spot, of course. But uh, it's been seven years for me since I made a leap to go into real estate, and as you know. Uh, Brian and I moved to Colorado from Texas and he was active duty. He was finishing up his active duty assignment. And uh, I really wanted to have a kid. And Brian is like, if you want to have a kid, you're going to go back to work. I'm like, is it right now? But ultimately, thanks to this ultimatum, I I got my real estate license. And uh, my first year of business, that's when I birthed Olivia. And (laughs) like for our audience watching, you know, for, for some of you moms, I was that mom that sacrificed being a mom and choosing my career over the motherhood or breastfeeding. I give up on that. Um, but it's been a tremendous journey uh, that lead us to serving 300, over 300 families in 2021. That's been the biggest goal of me personally and the team as well. So it's been very rewarding. But yes, I had my share of sacrifices and not being present for my kids. And we can talk more about that if you think it's going to be beneficial for our how, uh, audience. Well, how, how have you grown to over 300 deals in such a short amount of time, you know, while, while having two children? That's, that's pretty amazing if you think about it. Yeah. Well, you know, first of all, uh, God is good. God is good. God always provides and blesses us. Second of all, um, I believe that all my years in the customer service industry, you know, since I was 14 in Russia, working in a little hair salon and 
coming to America, waiting tables, working as a dental assistant, it all added to the pile that I brought to the table being a realtor and being a team leader at the moment. Um, when I was uh, in retail, when, when I was a store manager, um, I worked for some big brands. My last job was Michael Kors store manager. And at that particular store, um, we adopted the concept of clientele. So, you know, we had a client book of business and for any new arrivals, any special discounts, promotions, we invited the clients to come to the store. And that's where I took and brought in the client appreciation event model from retail into the real estate. And when I started doing that, not many agents across, even across the country have not scaled that to that level. And one of the reasons what pushed me to do that is I had a kid, you know, I had a kid, I worked, <laughs> worked my ass off, excuse my language. And uh, the second year of business, I did 119 transactions. And man, wait, I wait, 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 you did <laughs> one, 119 in year two? Yeah, in year two, I did 119 transactions with a newborn at home. What did your, what did your team look like that year? Uh, then I did not have a team. Uh, I did not have a team. Um, back then I was with Remax. I did so not have a solo, team. Solo agent? Did you have administrative help? No, I did not have administrative help. And I remember I was talking to my lender back then. And I was so sinking into the administrative tasks. I was so behind. I couldn't even get paid properly because, you know, you have to file certain paperwork to get right. paid. And like, I told, I was talking to my lender. She's like, you should get a transaction coordinator. I'm like, what is it? I don't even know. And uh, mid-2019, um, uh, no, it was, I'm sorry. It was 2016, 2016. Uh, I got a transaction coordinator and that's how I started. And she at least was like running behind the scenes for me. Um, 2017 is what's when I is when I started the team. Um, but my 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 time to spend with my clients in on lead gen got shorter because every time I could I had opportunity, I went home to be with my baby. And that's when I discovered that client events can be so beneficial because quality time with with my people with my client database is very important. And I used to do pop buys. I used to drive to their houses, deliver them goodies, and send them gifts. But, you know, I, I adopted client events because they all come to you. You spend quality four or five hours with them. They get to see you, you get to talk to them, and then they go home and happy. And then they remember you for the rest of a few months till they see you the next time. So that's how I adopted the client events. And now we scaled it to the level where we host big events about five to seven times a year. Uh, only one ad adult only event that we actually have coming up. We have a gala coming up in the end of January. The rest of the events um, add family members. We welcome children, we welcome other family members, neighbors, and it's just a big community party every single time. Well, I love this idea of transitioning the, the personal client touch to these large events because that, that gives you the chance to have multiple touches leading up to the event, after the event, and then at the event. And you know, now you can go spend a couple hours at this event and connect with a hundred clients or, or probably more, I'm sure now, but we're, we, you know, as opposed to when you started out, which I'm, I'm kind of still in shock that you, 119 with, with no help that, I mean, that might be some kind of record. I think, I don't, I don't know if they, they keep those, uh, somewhere, but that, that's pretty amazing. So for everyone who's, who's watching, listening, that's, this is, uh, you're, you're truly in rare company to, to see an wow. agent do over a hundred with, without even admin help 
I mean, I, I've, I know like one other agent that's, that does like a hundred a year without other agents, you know, but, but they have like two or three assistants. So that's pretty amazing. But I, but I think this transition you made to really leverage your time so that you could be with your kids, especially when they're younger, uh, is, is pretty impressive. Uh, what is what does the team look like now? Because I'm sure doing over 300 deals in 2021, it wasn't just you or, or, or you with assistance. I'm, I'm sure you had other people, you know, helping your your buyers and sellers. Yeah, great question, Dan. Of course, the team over the years grew drastically, and uh, it's not only the Lana Show; it's the Lana Rodriguez Group Show. And I tell everyone on my team, this business right now is so much more than me. It's all of you. And all of you and all our clients, this is all, all, all big, big contribution into, into the you know, record year we had. Um, right now, we currently have 15 team members. And uh, just between you and I and other team leaders watching, like, I can finally sit down and breathe because I think we finally have real key members within the organization that's going to help us go to the next level. Uh, like, to be honest, it, it took me seven years to actually got in. Uh, got the real in-house transaction coordinator who actually knows her shit, who does not drop a ball and who loves what she does. Um, we have a great, great manager right now. And I think she's going to be promoted to a team manager very, very soon. Um, we, so we have three strong, fully full-time admin people. I have two client care people, full-time client care people. One of them, um, she's a hybrid of an ISA in client care. And then Susie, she's my client care manager. Um, if you guys gonna come, if you're listening to this podcast and you're gonna come to Hyperfast Sales Summit, I'm gonna talk about Susie and how crucial she is for me because she's my right hand. She's also my nanny. She's our client care manager. Because remember, I see myself as a real estate organization that focuses on client care primarily. And client what, what, what does the uh, client care manager role entail? Just because not everyone uses that terminology. Yeah, sure. Well, uh, this particular <laughs> client care manager, she wears a lot of hats. She also just got her real estate license because she's gonna, she wants to do a little bit of selling too, which is uh, there's pros and cons to that. Um, I suggest if somebody is really, really good at their role, don't let them, don't, don't have them become an agent because it just mixes things up unnecessary. Um, but Susie primarily, she helps me to plan and finalize all the events. She's a point of contact for the client appreciation events. Um, she is a call after the transaction closes, buyer seller side. She calls on my behalf and does a survey with the client how everything went. Do you need do you need anything? She's also a liaison for um, home warranty. Uh, each client of us, each buyer, uh, gets provided home warranty for one year, and she's a liaison for that because it's very important for me to be aware of what's going on within every transaction with every client. And remember, it's only me by myself, and I cannot just spread myself thin. So I have people like Susie helping me, you know, people like Rachel who works allergy phones um, and it's a direct contact to me. So I'm always in the loop. And uh, we have, so my, my role on the team is I'm a rainmaker. I'm a team leader, the ultimate boss. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, and then we also have Brian Rodriguez, which is my lovely spouse. He, as you know, he ventured into, into commercial, commercial world. He's tackling that. It's a great method for husband and wife who work together to divide and conquer. Um, yeah, I just have, uh, yeah. He, he just he just closed a pretty big commercial deal, right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if I have have the yeah, dude. He actually on my phone here. I mean, he, um, he the, took him took him entire year to close this deal, um, and there was a lot of behind the scenes 
but yeah, it, it was actually the third biggest hotel in Colorado sale. Um, sale, uh, the developers bought it. They're gonna convert it to apartment building and Brian transaction brokered this entire deal. And yeah, I got, yeah. got it right here. So if you guys are uh, this is it. watching this is on, it. on YouTube, uh, as opposed to the pot, you know, listening on the podcast, there it is $25 million deal, one hotel, right? Yeah, dude, it was, it was a lot of work. And if you're watching, Brian is also going to be at Hyperfast Sales Summit and he, you can come up to him, tell it, he'll tell you how he did it, uh, what t- tactics and techniques he used to, to get to this deal even through, because there was a lot of behind the scenes. Um, well, let's, let's then, talk about the, the sales summit for a second, just cause you've, you've brought up a couple of times, yeah. February 1st and 2nd, we're doing a two day event for agents the day before on the 31st, we're doing a one day event for real estate investors. Uh, Lana is one of the speakers. Hopefully we'll get Brian to sign on as well. Uh, but we've got two days for real estate agents where we'll talk about how to build teams, get more leads, recruit, hire, train, all of that, that great stuff. You can go to hfasummit.com for tickets if they're still left. And then if you're listening to this podcast, you can use the, the code podcast25. You actually get 25% off. So it's hfasummit.com podcast25. We'll get you 25% off at checkout. Nice, dude. That's a great deal. Hello. <laughs> uh, and audience, dear audience, if you're listening, please trust me. You need to come to the summit. It's going to be life-changing. It was life-changing for me four years ago. I've been um, attending four years ago, speaking on stage, thanks to Darren Carey for three years. And I look I look forward to this conference. Like from the end of the conference, I look forward to the next year because the, the speakers, the keynotes you guys bring, the energy, the attendees, there's so many connections and introductions to be made. Uh, you're going to get friends for life and referrals for life. Like these, this is going to be the best event of the year. It's going to be in the beginning of February and we can jumpstart all to get our year right because all of us need a little motivation, little boost, little, little ideas. We can bring them back home and get to work. Well, how many, yeah, I, I, I mean, you couldn't have said it better. It's, it's been exciting to see you grow Thank over you. the number of years. Uh, so you've mentioned the team a little bit on the structure. How many, how many people are in sales roles versus non-sales roles? Okay. Good question. So Let's go into the agent breakdown. We have Brian. Brian has two partner agents um, who work his residential business. So they are under my, my team, under my umbrella. Uh, they're two licensed agents. And once again, if you want to learn about the concept of the partner agents, come to the Hyperfest Sales Summit. Okay, I'm done sales pitching. I'm done. Just come. Just come to the Hyperfest Sales Summit. I want to see you. Uh, we have, I have one uh, full-time listing manager. I have two lead buyer's agents and I have two more buyer's agents. So I have five agents who actively work full-time and then brian's two partner agents at seven and my goal is to by the end of quarter one of 2022 i want to add five more agents uh, who most importantly are the right fit for the team because as you know dan the culture is everything and we have a nice tight little group we're like family i love my people dearly and whoever is going to come and join us i want them to be the right fit i want them to vibe with us have a great time, but also know that we mean business. Well, I think the interesting thing about your team structure, if you guys listen to the numbers out there, uh, you've got about half of the roles in supporting, you know, positions and half in sales. So uh, you're, you're building the infrastructure before you overwhelm it 
with agents, right? You're building the support, um, but before you, you just bring in a bunch of salespeople, because a lot of people start off and they don't want to hire assistants. They don't want to hire ISAs. They just want to go out and get more agents. And that just increases the amount of admin work that, that you do. And, and you, you overwhelm the system, you know, with, with seven, eight people and supporting roles, you, you could probably have 15, 16, you know, agents or so like, like a two to one ratio, right? You're, you're at a one to one ratio, which means your clients are probably getting amazing support. And, and care, but I just, I think the important thing is you're building the infrastructure to be able to grow smartly, to, to not like overwhelm your system with a bunch of new leads, a bunch of sales. Yeah, uh, Dan, excellent point. And I actually learned that lesson a long time ago. Um, in 2017, when I started my, my first year being a team, um, it was me and my assistant, Debbie, who's our, right now is our lead listing manager. She was my assistant on the listing side and I had two buyer's agents. And that transaction coordinator who was part-time working out of state. And that's one of the reasons why I switched brokerages from Remax into Keller Williams is because love Remax dearly, still have so many friends there, but they did not give me the base how to properly build a team. Because you hire an assistant, you hire a second assistant. When you maxed out, you start bringing the agents. So I'm not doing that mistake again. Um, yes, we are very admin heavy. And if I, if I'm my way, I want to be even more admin heavy. As a matter of fact, we already have one full-time videographer on staff. I'm going to add one more videographer and another full-time marketing person. Because it's just it's a missing opportunity in our team, and that's what I want to fill. And agents, you know, there's a lot of agents who want to join successful teams. And when the time comes, when we open our own office, I'm going to open the doors for that. But right now, we're just building that base, building the foundation. What's the lead breakdown? Like, how, how do you support you know, all of these agents, over 300 deals. I assume with these client events, you're getting a lot of repeat clients, referrals, mm -hmm. but you know, what about agent referrals, other social media, like how paid leads, where, where are your leads coming from? So uh, no paid leads at the moment, no paid leads. We definitely want to get into that. Um, we just did a little bit of paid lead campaigns um, with Lionbolt Media. Uh, it, it worked. We closed like two out of them. So, you know, from money spent into the clothing, it was not worth it for us. So 95% of our business is all referral based. And um, for example, 70 deals out of last year, it was from Brian's niche. Um, Brian is a, a army, army academy grad, and he built in, built in his own niche. Uh, he actually has his own little conference just for army grads. And he, he got his name out there so they're referring to him um we closed uh, i want to say about 65 referrals incoming referrals within our team and that's me putting my name out there being an amazing podcast like yourself going to conferences meeting other professionals and make sure they remember me as a professional in Colorado springs area and the rest of them are referrals from our past present and future clients it really works because for some of you watching and if you want to know more about client events uh it's three reasons why i host them Number one, I absolutely love them. I love seeing my clients. I love like touching base with them, connecting with them. Number two, it's a, it's a community feel. I love getting people together. So many relationships and partnerships and friendships came out out of our client community. And of course, the most important thing, number three, my client event system gives me an opportunity to be effectively marketing myself and our team to our clients throughout entire year without being salesy because no one wants to be sold. People get tired of that shit, excuse my language. But what we do, like for example, we just hosted um, in uh, uh, end of November, we hosted Pies and Smiles with Santa, right? 
So that was a gift that kept giving. Uh, everybody got nice pictures with Santa to post on social media, to print it out. Okay, we've got, we let things come down for a few weeks and now we're jumpstarting campaign for a client appreciation gala, right? Um, they will get nice invites, nice email. It's gonna be a dot only event. We slow it down after the event and then we're gonna start marketing for our Easter brunch. So our clients see us in their, in their mailboxes, in their email all the time. And all I wanted is one, one thing. When they hear world real estate, I want them to think of me. If there's somebody who's buying or selling, Lana Rodriguez Group. If they do that, my mission is accomplished. So you're getting the client referrals coming in, Brian's military niche, uh, agent referrals. What about social media for you? I, I know I, I see you a lot on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> uh, TikTok is such a fun place. Uh, and you remember last year at Hyperfast, I spoke about TikTok. Uh, I did a little, my little keynote uh, and I, I know I convinced some people in, in the audience because remember we did a poll like, tell me if you think TikTok is a waste of time. And some were like, yeah, I was like, well, if I can convince you at the end of this presentation, it's not. And you know, Dan, you're absolutely killing it on TikTok. I kind of slowed down. I was super active in 2020 uh, and then 2021, I just kind of stopped. But believe it or not, we actually closed two transactions. I got a bunch of leads that if you do strategic marketing on TikTok, you can attract a lot of business. Does it always plays out? No, but we, we close to transactions, like totally from TikTok, it worked. Um, so imagine if you do it on a consistent basis. For me, TikTok is a bit like a, like a like little fun platform. Um, even though I'm a realtor, I'm also a mom. So I post a lot of mom humor, you know, little funny things. I just have fun with it. But yes, absolutely. TikTok is a platform to pay attention to, especially because making video on TikTok platform, it's so easy. Couple clicks, it provides you music, provides the captions. And then the video downloads to your phone and gives you the purpose to repost on Instagram, Facebook, whatever, or even send it in the text. Yeah, it's 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 a great video editing app, and you know, outside of the social media aspect, that's for sure. And highly, you know, if it works on TikTok, it usually will work on other other platforms as well, especially Instagram. Uh, and they they just, you know, if you're listening, you're not on it. I, I think you definitely should check it out. It, it just passed Google. And Google's had this position for like oh an, over, over a decade. Yeah, it passed, it passed Google for not, you know, most visited uh, website or web traffic or whatever the metric is. So it, and Google, I think, was up there for like 13, 15 years, really long time. Dude, that's crazy. That's some good news. Well, anyway, back, back to your uh, real estate business. Uh, we've definitely learned a, a lot about how you built it, how you built the team, lead sources. How, did, how does it all, you know, shake down numbers wise, like 300 sales, like, like, you know, what kind of volume commission profitability did that all lead for you last year? Okay. So we ended up right under 2 million uh, GCI. I want to say it's like 1.5. And then uh, as far as net, um, we, we did not break the million in the net. I'm just being completely honest because as you run a team and you have payroll, it eats up very, very fast. And also our client client event budget, our marketing budget is, is high. Um, this year was, I'm sorry, the last year was actually the first year when we got a little bit of marketing contribution from our lender sponsor. So that felt very nice because for the past seven years, we, we paid it everything at our own pocket. Yeah, so the goal for this year is to actually do 500 transactions, add some paid lead sources. We're planning to dip into Zillow um, you know, have our full-time marketing person in-house 
Pokeyak can actually produce some ads and we can uh, troubleshoot how these ads work. Because um, I know we, know we know we can do 300, but to get to 500, it's going to take some new, new Five, 500 with that, with, in terms of GCI, with that, that would probably get you 2.5 million to 3 million, yeah. somewhere in that range? Probably, two, probably under three, but okay. the goal is to, the, the goal always has been to net a $1 million. So we have not netted it yet, you know, um, but that's always the goal. So I think this year may be it. Well, with, yeah, with the team structure, you, you know, and, and other agents and, and you want to spend more time with the family, 2.5 to 3 in gross is, you know, commission income is probably what it would take to, to get that million dollar net. And um, how, how does the time compare now to like go back to that second year where you, you did 119 deals with, with no one else? How do, what's your time like then compared to now? Well, I, I'm no longer running as a hot mess on the streets. Yeah, you know, eating eating junk food in my car and crying and writing contracts on the side the side of the car, car curb, because uh, I had it all. If you can imagine a real estate scenario as a brand new agent or experienced agent, I think I've been through it all. You know, so that's why I tell all my clients who come, you want to work with us because there is not a scenario I have not seen because we're almost at 1,500 transactions now, right? Total for the last seven years. So believe it or not, we've seen it all. Um, but now I'm feeling uh, like, okay, so there is never going to be a balance and you know, this Carrie knows that there's never going to be a full balance when you're running an, your organization or any kind of business, or if you choose to go entrepreneurial way, there's never going to be a balance, but my life is more balanced right now than I ever used to be. I, I work on leverage. I work on leveraging my people because I have some very, very good, strong, talented people on my team. And most of them are better than me in some aspects. I know my superpower, right? And they have their superpowers. And that's, we are such a strong dynamic team. And uh, I'm more present for my kids. Like right now I will leave in, in seven minutes and I will rush to go pick up my daughter from school. Because well, number one, I don't have a nanny now at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> mom props, uh, you know, I spend morning with my baby before my mom comes and watches them. I'm still working on those date nights with a husband. It's always problematic because, you know, uh, when you work together with your spouse and you, out of all people know, like the work never leaves you. You talk about work at night, in the morning. Uh, but yes. Yeah, especially now, especially now with this like Zoom world that we're in, it's, it's, uh, we're, I think for, and this is not just the real estate industry, but, but for lots of others, like work from home kind of became work all the time, I think, or, or there's just like blurred boundary. So I, so I definitely think anyone listening to this real estate or not needs to figure out how to carve out like sacred spaces and times and, and, and detach from it. And, you know, I think just kind of wrap up the, there's this saying that I've been thinking a lot about the last few weeks or so that, that, Hustle is a season, not a long-term business strategy. And I, and I definitely think you have, all people I've talked to have, have proven that because you definitely had to hustle to get to that 119 and, 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 but it wasn't something you did forever. You know, you, you, you figured it out, learned the long-term strategy, built the team and, and are on this path of, of getting control of your time while still growing the team. So yeah, I just want to yeah. 
congratulate you on that. Oh, thank you, thank you, Dan. And you know, for for our listeners, yeah. So you, you when you get into real estate, if you think it's going to be easy, absolutely not. The first first few years are going to be the hardest. Like I, for God's sake, I my first year I cried at almost every week, you know. Um, but you have to hustle through to 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 break through to build yourself, and then ultimately you have to surround yourself with the successful people who've been there where you want to go. Like for me, as you know, um, I'm a super fan of your wife, of Carrie. Uh, since I saw her in 2018 online and I told my husband, I, I don't know who this woman is, but I need to go and meet her. And I literally had a newborn baby and I got on a plane and I went to meet Carrie Shaw at her first conference because whatever Carrie does and whatever who she is and how she runs her business, I want to be that. You know, Will I be the same successful as her? I don't know. I might, I'll, I'll be successful in my own way, but we have to surround ourselves with the best people out there to learn, to be inspired. And you know what? The real estate industry is very lonely. And the higher you go, it's more lonely at the top. So if you're watching this, get yourself a mentor, get yourself a coach, however it's going to look like for you, but get yourself that support system. So when the times are rough, you can pick up a phone or send an email. You can get the support answer to your problem. It's very, it's been crucial for me. And I'm not preaching this. I'm not preaching hyperfast or spiritual, but I kind of am. I kind of am. So thank you for having me, Dan. I love you. I cannot wait to see you guys at Hyperfast Sales Summit. For our audience, please come. Let's hang out. Let's brainstorm. Let's see how we can conquer 2022 together. All right. Well, before we wrap up, you've got to do the hyperfast round if you're ready for some rapid fire questions and answers. Oh my here. God. Yes, let's go. All right. Biggest piece of advice to a new real estate agent. Okay. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. You tell your people you care, you're going to go a long way in business. Biggest uh, mistake you see experienced real estate agents making? Um, assuming that they know everything. Like never assume you know everything. There is always new opportunity, new trends to learn on. What's the biggest challenge you've ever had in real estate and how'd you overcome it? Oh man, uh, being brand new actually and being overlooked by seasoned agents. Uh, when, when my name started popping up in the, in the ranking, you know, I remember the agents be like, who is this? I literally would come to the closing table and, um, the seasoned agents would sit and like, where's this Lana Rodriguez lady? I want to meet her and be like, excuse me, I'm here. Nice to meet you. So okay. overcoming that and actually people learning who I am and what I'm capable of. It was a really diversity. What, um, if, if you had to start over, you couldn't take your money, your reputation, your stats, your client list, all you could take is what you've learned in the last seven years, what would be the first thing you would do? Man, you know what? I, if, if I would have to start over, I would join a successful team. I would join a successful team because it's crucial to have a support, especially in new place in your first year. And then, you know, I would maybe stay with the team or learn the ropes or go on my own. But if you're a brand new agent, you're watching this, join a great successful team. It's going to be so worth it and less headaches. All right. Last one. Where do you see yourself five years from now? Uh, oh my God, this is a great question. I actually see myself as a woman's motivational speaker, not only real estate related. I want to empower and help women in many different walks of life. And I see myself on big stages. All right. Thank you, Lana. Before we sign off, uh, and this has been an amazing session, by the way, uh, if people want to connect with you, other agents uh, or, or home buyers, sellers in the Colorado Springs area, how should people connect with you or, or, or look you up on social media? What are the best ways? 
absolutely. It's at Velana Rodriguez on TikTok and at Velana Rodriguez on Instagram. Also on Facebook, if you shoot me a DM or friend request, um, please do it. I will reply to you. I will get through DMs and uh, just shoot me a message. Hey, I heard you on, uh, on podcast. I want to connect because I get a lot of uh, a lot of spam. So if you say, I, I heard you on Hyperfast podcast, I would love to connect. I know it's a legitimate source and I will reply to you right away. All right. Thank you so much, Lana, for your story, your inspiration and uh, everything that you know, a value that you poured into our listeners and viewers today. If you guys are watching or, or listening, please leave us a review or some comments. Uh, let us know what you liked and what you didn't and share this with other people that you think would benefit from seeing or listening. We'll see you next time. Dan, thank you so much for your time. I will see you guys in Florida soon.